We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Friday, January the 14th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I break down tomorrow's game as South Carolina looks to bounce back on their home floor as they host the Florida Gators in a pivotal SEC matchup. Guys, I'll break down this game in its entirety. First things first, we'll talk Florida. Also, top storylines, UF players to watch for, keys the game, and I will lock in my prediction as well. Also, guys, news and notes to get into. We've got a packed show for you here on this Friday, and of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, for all your moving needs in the 2022 calendar year, be sure to contact our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group, or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. caught up looking back or looking ahead to realize the moment they are in and the impact that the present moment has on what the future will inevitably bring. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this weekend at Colonial Life Arena, tomorrow at one o'clock when the ball is tipped, very well could be a program-defining moment, positively or negatively, for South Carolina basketball. So whatever you do, don't blink, or you might miss it. Folks, hey, happy Friday. TGIF, hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, host the Spurs Up Show. As always, appreciate you all tuning in. I hope this show does find you well. Hope you guys have had a fantastic week 
And we're getting after it one more time here in the podcast. Very excited to talk some court cocks. And again, the Gamecocks return home, looking to bounce back in a big way, taking on the Florida Gators in a pivotal SEC matchup. Again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. It's been a very, been a very successful week in regards to the podcast, the Daily Crow, all the content, of course, content bleeding out the eyeballs. And guys, as I told you at the beginning of this week, here is some good news and some exciting news for you as well. This officially today wraps up the final week without Gamecocks baseball content in some capacity on the podcast, the Daily Crow, and social media. The last week without Gamecocks baseball content in some capacity until the end of this baseball season. So again, for all our fans of the Yardcocks out there, which I know is all of you, very exciting stuff, but again, very excited to lock in and talk South Carolina basketball here today. Again, folks, appreciate you all tuning in. By the way, just a quick reminder, our Parker White conversation yesterday, great reception to that. Awesome stuff from you guys. Be sure, if you have not heard it, want to hear the full thing, join the Big Cock Club today to get full access to that. And much more, by the way, guys, you'll get exclusive access to our merchandise, to our private Discord, special content, sneak peeks at content, early peeks at content, early peeks at merch as well. Oh, by the way, when you join the Big Cock Club, you get a 20% off promo code to use for life. So again, folks, very excited for that. Patreon.com slash Big Cock Club, or click the link in our social media channels. You can find the link to the Big Cock Club there. Also, guys, just a quick update. Uh, we are expanding. We are adding contributors. I will be going through all those applications this weekend. So, again, if you have not gotten a response from yours truly, do not fret. I have not responded to anybody. Again, there's been a ton of responses, which I really do appreciate you guys. But, again, I'm going to be spending this weekend going through those responses, filtering through, and starting to reach out to people, and, and uh, we'll kind of get the ball rolling in regards to that. But, again, thank you all so much to those who have expressed interest and really excited to reach out to each and every single one of you. And like I said, get things going in regards to expanding our TSUS team. All right, with that in the books, here we go. Let's dive into a Gamecocks tomorrow on the home floor at CLA. We'll take on the Florida Gators. One o'clock tip on the SEC network. The series history, and I was a little surprised, I guess, how close the series is. Florida only leaves the series 37 to 25. South Carolina's actually had a pretty good bit of success against Florida. The last meeting last year, guys, the rare SEC win for South Carolina is the Gamecocks actually beat Florida last year by a score of 72 to 66. I'll be honest, I forgot South Carolina won that game. The only game that really stands out that I remember the Gamecocks winning in that season a year ago was Georgia, because for whatever reason of late, South Carolina just owns Georgia in basketball. But uh, yeah, the Gamecocks got the Gators too, 72 to 66, one of just six wins on the season a year ago. Now, Florida is a very, very interesting team right now, guys, because they come in this game nine and six overall and get this, oh, and three in SEC play, which is very, very uncharacteristic of Florida basketball. Their three losses coming to Alabama at home, at Auburn, and then their last one against LSU. So respectively, their three losses have come against the teams ranked all in the top 20. Um, and when they played these teams, these are the rankings. Alabama was ranked 15th, Auburn was ranked 9th, and LSU was ranked 12th. So again, it's not like their losses have come to bad teams by any stretch, but still, to see Florida sitting at 0-3 and see them at the bottom of the SEC standings, it is a strange sight, 
to say the least. Their head coach is Mike White. Uh, Florida's a team scoring 72.6 points per game, giving up just 63.4 points per game. Now, guys, when you're talking top storylines, let's dive into that because I just mentioned the SEC record and the overall record of Florida. That's where I start. And again, I could really just spend this entire show just talking about this storyline alone, and it applies to both teams. The question is simple. Who needs this win more? Who is this game more important to? Because on the Florida side of things, and Mike White, a coach very early in his tenure, I believe it is his first season in Gainesville, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it is his first season. I'm going to check right now. There's probably something I should have looked at before we got live. But, uh, okay, no, excuse me. This is his seventh season. My bad. Either way, they have been a mainstay, though, in the NCAA tournament, won at a very high level in the SEC. His record at Florida is 123-75 and 75 as Gators head coach, right? But Florida right now, and fans are starting to question the future of Gator basketball and what that looks like under Mike White's leadership. So sitting at 0-3, then you've got the Gamecocks. With all they've been through to this point and the season it was a year ago and Frank Martin and the chatter around this program, and I think fans are honestly, guys, right now, from what I can tell, Gamecocks basketball fans are just waiting for that blow-up moment. As I said at the beginning of the show, right, a lot of times we miss the moment. We get so caught up in looking back or looking ahead. Tomorrow could be a program-defining game for either side, but certainly for South Carolina. So who needs the win more? Like, like, who is this game more important to? Again, I've talked about a lot. The goal for South Carolina is staying at 500 or slightly above it, keeping your head above water. Because the moment that it becomes clear, the moment that it becomes obvious that South Carolina is not going to the NCAA tournament, Fans are going to basically revolt. Fans are going to be deafening loud in regards to Frank Martin and the future of South Carolina basketball. Because I think fans have had enough. I do. I think fans have had enough. Right? Gamecock fans, we are sick and tired of being sick and tired. We are tired of having no hope, no excitement, and no optimism around our basketball team and our basketball program. And then again, you've got Florida who's 9-6 and six and 0-3, oh and they cannot afford to fall to 0-4. Oh Even being on the road, you know, they've played some really tough teams. I'm sure on their side of things, they're saying, we got to beat the Gamecocks. We got to beat the Gamecocks. So which team needs this game more? Which team needs this win more? Again, the expectations for South Carolina, I think, were nowhere near where they were for Florida coming into the season. But you could make a case for both. And I think certainly when it comes to the future of both basketball programs, tomorrow's game could go a long way in determining what happens in the future. On that note, guys, another big storyline for me is just how does South kind of bounce back? You know, you suffered an embarrassing loss on Tuesday, right? I mean, you didn't just lose. You got your teeth kicked in. It was a historically bad loss at Tennessee, scoring just 46 points 
in that game. 23 turnovers. You did everything wrong you could do. You know, nobody expects you to win. You came in as a 15-and-a-half-point underdog. But you lose, and you looked terrible doing so. What's the mental psyche of this team right now? You know, it's only one loss. It's only one loss in a game that you were not expected to win. But there's a lot of negativity around the program, a lot of pessimism, a lot of people doubting Frank Martin and his ability to lead this team. You know, do we see a group rebound the right way? Do we see a group collect themselves the proper way, attack this thing the right way, or do we see head hanging? Do we see a team that starts to lose hope and starts to lose faith? Maybe it starts listening to the outside noise. How does South Carolina bounce back? And when they bounce back, do they bounce back the right way, coming back to their home floor? And a big part of that, guys, the big storyline for me, Wilden's LeVac. Can he return to form? He is such a big piece of this team, guys. And I know South Carolina lacks depth down low, but when LeVac has been on, he's been pretty good. But zero points in that loss to UT on Tuesday night. Zero. Zero points. Can't happen. It just can't happen. Can you get him going? You know, Florida, for the struggles they've had, they got some pretty damn good big guys down low. They got some pretty good bigs that can give South Carolina problems. Will Wildens Levesque return to form? Will we see him get back to his normal ways? Because I know I talk about a lot, a lot about the guards and shooters shoot and all that good stuff, but this team, it feels like almost kind of goes as he goes. And if he has another struggling night like he had in Knoxville, the Gamecocks stand no chance. Again, guys, in the storyline and kind of back to what I was saying in the beginning, is just these two coaches. I mean, a pair of coaches on the hot seat. And really, again, guys, it's just a pair of programs that are amidst some turmoil right now. Bottom line. You know, Frank can say whatever. Mike White can say whatever. But this is a pair of coaches that need to win because their fan bases are less than thrilled right now with what's going on. And that is putting it lightly. I think both sides need to be aggressive. I don't think either side can afford to be conservative, can afford to be, you know, you hate to keep throwing the phrase must win around. You hate to do that. But this is an important game. And this is an important game for both sides. I would ask that question, too. I said, which team needs it more early? Hey, which coach needs it more? Which coach needs it more? Because I'd say the pressure to win in basketball is higher at Florida because they've actually won national championships, right? They, like Florida expects to be good in basketball. So I think the pressure to win is higher there. But again, I just think, guys, I've talked about this ad nauseum. I'm not going to spend 20 minutes today talking about this, but Frank Martin's biggest problem is people are just losing interest. People are literally losing interest in this basketball program. Many of you listening right now are like, I cannot wait till next week when Chris starts talking baseball. And we don't have to just dwell on the basketball team. So, for each of their sakes, Mike White and Frank Martin, both coaches desperately need this one. Both coaches desperately need this one. Who gets it? And guys, my final storyline, and, and this is just how you know right here. This is how you know really where your basketball program sits, right? This is how you really know. Because for a lot of people, 
this I'm about to talk about and this I'm about to mention, this is the top storyline. It's got nothing to do with basketball. The Gamecocks football team will be honored at halftime. The Dukes Mayo Bowl champions, they will be honored. And the new additions, the 2022 additions, signees, if you will, will be introduced. Now, again, I don't think that's going to include Spencer Rattler or Stogner or any of those guys. But either way, the football team will be honored, will be introduced. Of course, Shane Beamer will be there. And I think you might see a packed house specifically for that reason. So either way, hey, it's a great reason to come out, give these guys the pat on the back and the round of the paws they deserve. But, uh, man, I think it just says a lot. It says a lot that when you're going into a basketball game, a SEC game, a pivotal game, and that, I think, is the one thing. You talk to fans. I talk to fans. And they say, yeah, I can't wait to go to see the football team. Can't wait to go to see the football team at half. But when you're in the position you're in as a basketball program, it is what it is. All right, guys, let's jump into Florida players to watch because even with the record, don't let it fool you. The Gators have some really good players. And you got to start again down low, guys. I talked about the bigs they have. Ford, Colin Castleton, 15.8 points per game, 9.2 rebounds per game. Six foot 11 down low. Uh, guard Myron Jones, a really good one, 9.9 points per game, 3.7 rebounds per game, the veteran presence for them. And then Ford, Anthony DeRugia, the big threat down low, 9.1 points per game and 4.2 rebounds per game. So again, guys, the Gamecocks are going to have to be on their game down low. Guys like Wilden Zavec, Keyshawn Bryant, going to have to play a little bit of bully ball and, and win the boards to give yourself a chance. All right, guys, let's get to our keys to the game. What must South kind of do to win this basketball game and push their SEC record to 500? And you talk a lot about this phrase. You know, I, I was a former baseball player, collegiate baseball player. I was a former pitcher. And pitchers have to have a lot like golfers, a lot like quarterbacks, a lot like shooters. You got to have a short memory, right? You got to have a short memory. And a phrase you hear a lot is just flush it. Hey, flush it, move on to the next thing. Flush it. Don't let it bother you. Don't let it beat you twice. This team, my first key to the game, this team as a whole has to flush it. They, they've got to flush that Tuesday performance because this team is better than what they showed. South Carolina is better than what they showed in the court in Knoxville. You cannot let it beat you twice. Don't carry the burden of what happened on the road earlier this week, because if you do, you're going to look up at halftime and be down double digits, and all of a sudden, oh my goodness, things are really spinning out of control. So again, flush that bad performance, get it out of your system, get over it, be excited at a new opportunity to get a big win on your home floor. Guys, my second key to the game, and I mentioned the Gators bigs, and I mentioned how important this guy is, lean on Levesque. He needs to have a good game for you. Again, zero points on Tuesday. That cannot happen. Williams Levesque has played really good basketball for you this year. He's been a physical presence down low. That type of play has got to continue. And my final key to the game, guys, is this. Again, whether these folks or whether folks are there specifically for the basketball game or not, whether they're just, they're just there to see the football team, whatever it might be, who cares? Who cares? They're going to be there. So fuel the home crowd. Fuel the home crowd. Give them something to cheer about. Hey, Gamecock fans just want to see a winner. If South kind of can come out, give this fan base something to cheer about, something to cling to, Gamecock fans will make CLA a rowdy environment. So give them something to cheer about. Give them something to clap about. Give them something to be excited about. 
use the home crowd to your advantage because it should be a good crowd. Saturday game, football team being honored, should be a good crowd. Again, use it to your advantage. So again, my three keys to game, flush it, lean on Levesque, and fuel the home crowd, which leads me to my prediction. Gamecocks taking on the Florida Gators at CLA. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. This one was tough. This one was tough because I don't know if you can tell by the sound of my voice, but, uh, you know, I'm getting very fed up with South Carolina basketball. It's tough. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's hard to talk about South Carolina basketball. It's not the easiest thing in the world because there is a lot of negativity and there is a lot of turmoil and and fans are upset with it. And, you know, you look at South Carolina football and what it has become and what it is right now, all the hope and optimism and, and positivity and positive momentum and all those things we talk about. We have none of that within our basketball program. Like there, and I like Frank Martin. I actually like this team. I love going to games at CLA, but there's nothing right now that tells you that South Carolina basketball is headed in any type of positive trajectory. Guys, it has gotten to a point where it feels like South Carolina basketball is just sort of that thing that fills the space between January the 1st and opening day. That's what it feels like. It's gotten that stale. It's truly gotten that stale. But that doesn't matter in this game tomorrow. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how we feel. These two teams both desperately need it. Florida will play desperate. Florida will play with their hair on fire. And if you're the Gamecocks, you have to protect the home floor. Losing to Auburn, losing to Tennessee, those are forgivable losses. Those teams are better than you. They are picked ahead of you. You were underdogs in both. Losing to Florida, an 0-3 Florida team on your home floor, that, that, that will be very hard to stomach if that comes to fruition. So I don't know if I'm making this pick because I actually even believe it's going to happen. I don't know if I'm making this pick because... I just want it to happen. But there's no way South Carolina plays that poorly again, especially on the home floor. The Gamecocks are a lot better than what we saw on Tuesday. This team is, is, is fully healthy as far as we know. No COVID issues, nothing. And fine and dandy, whatever. This team will bounce back. I, I like this team still. This team's got a lot of good shooters. And I think the Gamecocks do get the bounce-back victory. I've got South Carolina getting a desperate bunch in a very close back-and-forth game. A great crowd, I think, at CLA that will show up. Again, no matter the reason they're showing up, there will be a good crowd, I think, that shows up. And I think all those factors taken into account, I do think the Gamecocks find a way at home because you simply have to. You simply have to. This is a game you have to have. And I think the Gamecocks know that, similar to how Vandy was, where it was like we looked at it as a must-win. Again, I hate to keep saying, well, that's a must-win, that's a must-win, that's a must-win. This game, though, is as much a must-win as, as you can get, truly. You lose this game against Florida, and, man, you thought the Boo Birds and you thought the chirping was bad on Wednesday after the Tennessee game? God, Monday will be brutal. And next week will be brutal. 
And I know many of you are sitting here just, you're just waiting on the edge of your seat for me to come out and say, fire Frank Martin. And I don't want to do that. And I don't want to do that. But at some point, hey, when, when, when the time comes, when a change needs to be made, that time will come. But I don't think it's tomorrow. I think the Gamecocks, again, do bounce back in a big way. I think they get back to 500 SEC play. I think Florida's a mess. I think they're in disarray. And again, I think being on your home floor will make the difference. So again, guys, with that being said, lock me and I got South kind of beating Florida. Final score, Gamecocks 72, UF 67. Again, I think it's a very close game, very back and forth. Gamecocks have to have it. Gamecocks have to have it, and I think they will get it. So, again, I'm locked in. USC 72, Florida 67. South Carolina improves the 2-2 two and two in SEC play, and Florida drops to 0-4. Oh wow. What a, what a time in Gainesville that'll be if that comes to fruition. But, again, I, I do feel good about this one. I will be in the building. If you're going to be there, we'd love to see a bunch of great Gamecocks out and about. But, uh you know, let's do our part and make CLA helmet. If you're going to be there, let's be loud. Let's be rowdy. Let's get after it and cheer the boys on. And who knows what might happen. So, again, I'm locked in. 72-67 Gamecocks get the dub. Guys, one final note. And I'll let you guys go. We'll get out of here. Um, Board of Trustees meeting today. Shane Beamer speaking at 3 o'clock to recap the season and look ahead to spring ball. It's sounding like an assistant coach will be hired today. And, again, by the time you're hearing the sound of my voice, it may have already happened. Um, so, yeah, definitely stay tuned to that. We'll have full coverage of that on social media. But it uh, looks like the coaching staff will come together and vacancies will be filled today. So we'll see what happens. Also, might be getting a new president. Who knows? Who knows? Might be getting a new president as well. Guys, again, thank you all so much. That's going to do it all for me. Appreciate all your love and support all throughout this week, man, with the podcast, the Daily Crow, all the content and everything we do. Uh, been a fantastic week. And, again, guys, like I said, the last week officially, without Gamecocks baseball content in some capacity until the end of the season. Very excited to dive into the Yardcocks. But again, folks, hey, appreciate you all. Have a fantastic weekend, and I'll leave you with this. Go Cox, beat Florida, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.